Chris was the same. I do. I have a fixation on it. It was... I was like, someone understands. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Dude, it was so good. 180 times, probably. Yeah, and then I just kind of felt like, oh, it's it was so weird. And this is, like, really more conversation for my therapist. But, like, it was like, it, like, wow, he's a genius. And complete infatuation with what he did, like, gave way to, like, um, I'm dumb by comparison. <laughs> you know? Like, I won't make anything like that. <laughs> yeah. Which is, like, obviously a dumb thought process. But that's just how much of a genius he is. You know? Yeah. It's a, his ability to be so self-aware and, like, his ability not to be just self-aware, but then also, like, document it in creative ways is insane. Yeah. And it's, like, a self-awareness and also, like, a societal awareness yeah, like he understands sure. maybe it is just like his own personal self-awareness but he also like is such a, a mascot for the generation like mm-hmm. for like i don't know for intellectual dorky artist types yeah i guess we could probably all relate to that yeah. you know with the fuck dog right, <laughs> <being a> dork. <laughs> right? Yeah. the whole time me and Ian were watching we're like it's Tyler. <laughs> oh yeah, you kind of do. Shut up. <laughs> Literally, it's like a strung out. Yeah, like <laughs> someone. I can't, was it was it you who said I look like him three quarters of the way through? Like someone told me you look like Bo Burnham three quarters of the way through inside. I don't think it was me, but that is like a perfect. Description. I like the specificity of that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but me and Ian were watching like that whole time. We're just like. Every probably twelve minutes. How? Just mm. how? Yeah. How does he get it so right? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like with people like that, uh, that have so much uh, notoriety and just like culture, must think about that all the mm. fucking time. And like, I try to like work, work their minds around it. Like, how? Like, can you imagine just being being like that fucking famous? It's. It reminded me how famous he was. <laughs> yeah. Like, because he seems like the type who should be a little bit more of, like, a countercultural figure. Because he kind of is, but he's, like, the most mainstream mm-hmm. version of it. And it, I do, to answer the question, like, no. <laughs> I can't, yeah, I can't like, imagine. That would, be, that would be so crazy. Especially being prone to depression and, like, this, like... Uh, what is the word when you're like agoraphobia like just like mm-hmm. it's like not that he has necessarily that but it just seems like this this distaste for humanity in general and like <laughs> when you're so like wildly loved by so many people it's kind of great i saw him live when he was like 19 like he came like I was, when i was a freshman at cmu he did uh like for welcome weekend they brought him in for like a show a free show for freshmen and so like yeah he just did like all the like ambo yo shit from back then it was so good i was like who the fuck is this guy it was him and his keyboard i assume too yeah none of the special stuff yet oh yeah none of it none of it like he he just did stand i mean it was the same thing but it wasn't like all the effects that he started doing like and all like the sound effects from the background and stuff like that it wasn't really anything like that it was just like songs and stand-up yeah but I was like, dude, he's going to get laid after this. Holy shit. <laughs> <dude."> like, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, 
But yeah, I guess what have you guys been up to, dude? Art of conversation, by the way. I'm, I'm, I've been lazy. I don't want to do intros anymore. Yeah. I just want to like just have the podcast start immediately. That's the way to do it. Have yeah. like the little as work for myself as possible. <laughs> Perfect. It works. It works. Yeah. Uh, what have we been doing? Uh, <laughs> nothing. We've been <laughs> chilling. Is this, is this on? Um, we um, uh, took a couple months off shows and stuff to focus on getting together and writing and stuff yeah um working on a couple singles and um ep that is gonna come out next year probably oh okay uh really honing in honing in the sound we want Mm -hmm. it feels like that's what we've really been trying to figure out it's probably a lot to figure out with like what five six members five of us yeah. five yeah all yeah. living across michigan in different parts too <laughs> yeah. oh really yeah 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 that's it's tough for me even like to you know us only having four i usually write for five but it's you know i had that one record i just did myself and then i bring in a band now we're making another one but it's like <sighs> trying to figure out like what we want to sound like and thinking up and now i have other people was input like mm. you guys seem to be more uh like collaborative from the jump than i feel like than what i'm used to so like what is what has that been like for you guys like i mean i guess a better question is like kind of what is the the division of labor you know what i mean like do you guys all bring ideas or is there like a central idea person that you guys all kind of input based on like that or how do you guys kind of work the way we started was kind of the exact same way. I just wrote four songs for that first EP. Tyler had written a single. But then everyone just kind of collaboratively threw their own part on it. Yeah. Alongside, but I think now we're trying to soar away from that. And just, what would you guys say it is? I think we, I think we try to be so, um, like, democratic about it and, like, give everyone equal... And when it comes to like writing specifically, but I think that like kind of gets muddled a lot of times. So it can, dude. I, I think naturally, uh, like myself and Ian have kind of like pushed forward as the writers a little bit more for the for the next couple songs. Um, like yeah. at least like lyric wise, everyone obviously is still doing their own parts instrumentally. But yeah, and it um, kind of didn't, didn't even really. Uh, we didn't really mean no. it to happen for the, like this the next single we're putting out. Yeah. It kind of, and this is another way we, we write, uh, is like just jamming, just like getting together the one or two days out of the month that we can. Yeah. And just like fucking around. And then like the one thirty second clip that we get, cause we record. Yeah. Oh, you record like a rehearsal. Thing. Yeah. Um, we'll like sit on that until like the next time we get together. Yeah, that maybe we'll help. like flesh it out, or we'll, or we'll like take a, take a couple ideas, and we're like, yeah, we want these these two, like we really like them, and it's kind of not even like a spoken thing. We just kind of like all oh, know we really like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then whoever's yeah. like in charge of it, kind yeah. of will like t- kind of take the lead. Yeah, there tends to be one natural like whoever had the idea tends to be like the natural leader yeah. for that idea, and then it branches off. But yeah, that's kind of the the way to do it. I feel like you know. I've always thought that, you know, I like in general, like being in charge of a band in general, like, or like at least a record and, and shaping everything. But like, depending on the type of the band, 
you could do it song by song. I just think that if you're like every single song trying to be democratic across it, that's just like, that sounds so uh, just taxing and like so much extra unnecessary mm-hmm. work. Like yeah. if you guys can just spread it around so that like everyone can have their song or whatever, but the, any given song I think is going to be better if it like is coming from a more singular place and it, it's just going to be more cohesive. Like, Say, like, I wrote a song and we jammed on it yesterday. And it, if I didn't have an idea in mind already for, like, what the drums were going to do and kind of a little bit what the bass was going to do, it, it could end up somewhere completely different than what I intended. And it might, to someone else, sound good. But to me, it's just not even, I'm not even really enjoying it because it's not what I wanted out of it. And now it's just, like, this thing that's just floating out there. Yeah, it's, like, it's, there. it's just, like, a waste. Like, the the many outputs kind of or many inputs on the song kind of like take the uh like the intention out of it yeah i don't know like the singular yeah uh the magic that could happen right by like working towards a single a single goal coming from like a person who has a vision yeah or something like i'll feel like a dick sometimes yeah because where it's like say like my buddy Adrian plays bass, like he'll come up with a bass part or something. This is just an example. Like, and it'll be, it'll work and it'll be like a good progression, but it's just not the right one. And so I'll be like, I won't know what the right one is yet, but I'll just have to be like, no, that's wrong without having like a real clear path forward on what's right. I'm like, no, that's just not it. And it's just like, it works. But I have to still be like, no, <laughs> keep mm. keep trying. It's not magic. Yeah, right, right. And, and it's like I think it I think it helps when uh, like this like we were, I just mentioned the the new single uh, happened as like a hive mind kind of thing mm-hmm. where like it wasn't five, it was like one thing happening. Yeah, because we were all on the same thing for like thirty seconds or like a minute or whatever. That's good. And it just works out that way sometimes mm-hmm. too. So you guys kind of write like a jam band almost, and then like turn it into like songs. Or that's kind of how it's been for a handful of things. I think actually, yeah, our best stuff has kind of been the jammed out. Stuff. Like you don't sound like a jam band at all. Is what what I'm saying is like you guys like jam and then find a part that. And works. I think that's why it's yeah. interesting because like us individually. I think we would like most of us would describe ourselves as like the intricate writer where we like would want to like write like like studiously like yeah. write a song. I think we most of us would describe ourselves that way, but then we jam and we find the coolest shit that way. With uh this one a dream to hold on to it was it was unique. We it started just with Tyler and me in the basement and we were just playing and Ian and Ryan were practicing another song upstairs. And each person kind of just came down one after another, adding their part, and it just kind of happened like magic. Mm-hmm. That's fucking. We cool. should try that again. <laughs> yeah, we should. <laughs> Start off with one, should. and two, and three, and four. And yeah, five. that is like a, a pretty cool. That'd be like a cool music video too. Okay. Like you start the song, like someone is playing, like whoever plays like the first part, and then like people just keep entering the room, yeah. and like <laughs> as they're that'd be kind of cool. That's cool. So, oh, we accidental experiments for sure. Yeah. <laughs> It reminds me, I, I don't want to forget this because, like, you guys should be a part of this too. But we want to do like a, a a video, whether it's like a music video or just like promotional content. We can't decide, but we want to do like a band draft where, like, 
it's like the NFL draft, but like DIY. <laughs> and like there'll be like trades like Brian Porter is traded for Christian Smith, you know, for, so for a second off. round. So for, for Christian Smith and second round pick from the 2023 draft. And I, like I try to like go jam with your band That's and like hilarious. I just don't know any of the songs. That's awesome. I actually really like that. And it'd be, that. it'd be sweet, like get a bunch of like local bands to do it and stuff. Yeah. And, it, it seems like a lot of fucking work. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Poppy came up with that yesterday. I was like, dude, That's that great. would be the funniest fucking <laughs> shit. Great. Like the old Chappelle racial draft. Oh, yeah. I can't talk about Dave Chappelle. Edit it. <laughs> Cut it out. Cut that out. Cut, Cut that it out. Just talk about Buster Rhymes and Jamie Foxx instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, but yeah. What do you guys think about race relations on the show? <laughs> <laughs> How how does your music provoke uh, diversity and inclusion <laughs> in the scene? Not that any of that is bad, but like you know, I I just just thinking about that because at work constantly they're constantly like I was interviewing for another job like with the state, and one of the interview questions was like, how do you promote diversity, equity, inclusion in your day to day? I'm like, dude, I investigate child abuse. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I do that. Like, I follow the rules, <laughs> you know? Like, I treat everyone the same. But it's like, it's a good thing to promote, obviously. But then they they just, like, don't know how to implement it at all. They yeah. just, like, say the words. Absolutely. And they're like, okay, what does this mean, though? Mm. You know? Yeah. I don't know. That's a complete random fucking tangent. <laughs> But, yeah, I was actually want to jump back with my ADD, and uh, you guys said you're working on some singles, and, like, I'm in the same boat, and I'm wondering where you guys' heads are at in terms of, like, having singles and also an EP, because I'm kind of thinking maybe the move, just considering how shitty people are at consuming large quantities of things, like, I'm kind of thinking the move I'd be to just release as many singles as possible, and then just put the EP out like, Hey, this is the collection of everything we've already done, but having more promotion cycles as a band that like is still trying to get their name out there. Maybe that's better than releasing the whole thing at once. But what I was just curious, like, what do you guys, do you have a plan for it at all? Or I don't don't think there's a real specific plan. It's loose. It's, I mean, like like, we have have, the the general idea of single, single EP, you know, Mm -hmm. Like, kind of get the ball rolling with a couple singles. Yeah. And then have the EP for uh, when there's already some interest involved. But Fre- we, frequency helps. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> we, we don't know. Right. You know? Yeah. But, like, hopefully, I think the EP, the second EP will be our fifth release. Oh, okay. Planned. Yes. Um, so, like, hopefully at that point. We'll like have also been like practicing writing, yeah, through releasing um, more and like be at a at a point artistically that's like more where we want to be. Yeah, and I think we feel at least I feel more comfortable doing smaller things, which is like uh, they they have less stakes, you know. Yeah, like. And you're just as likely, I think, to blow up over one song. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's completely more likely. It's it's all about the hit, like single hits. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, with streaming for sure. Yeah, and like I figure, regardless of what I have out, I'm 
our band is just going to play our best shit live, whether it's released or not. I'm just going to play it because it straight up doesn't matter. If you know, like I'm not, I don't have to worry about like people recording it on their phones and posting it to YouTube and like, you know what I mean? Like I'm, we're not like Radiohead or something. Yeah. Like we don't have to worry about leaks. Right. If I want to play the best shit I have, so people come back and see us totally. or tell people about us, you know. And then if they want to go listen to Spotify and like, oh no, the song they played is not there. Maybe they'll still like something that is there. Mm-hmm. Or they'll come back. Yeah. Exactly. And like the same. Remember, there's something good. Yeah, and like same with releases. I'm. We're just kind of like, as as we finish a song, like we're not doing like a week in the studio. Like we're literally doing like a day when we can afford it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like three hundred dollars a day or something like adds up. You know, in like a legit studio, because I don't know how to do any of that shit. <laughs> you know, it does add up. We're we're in the same spot too. Yeah, with recording. It's it's a mess. Like we try to do demos at home, but like usually ends up using one of these. You know, sure. a little iPhone, and that's like we just play it live and just and that's about as good as a demo as you need, honestly. Yeah, yeah. just to have the song. But are you guys? Where are you guys recording it at? Uh, Eureka. Oh, you guys are over there too? Yeah, Tyler? Yeah, mm-hmm. going there in a couple weeks. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Yeah, that's what, I love Tyler. So chill. Oh, what's up, Mitch? Oh, you're good, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, Tyler's a wizard, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wizard king. <laughs> yeah, we went there for our, our last... Uh, the single, single I dreamed up called on to. We, we were there for 13 hours. We did the whole, <laughs> song, the whole song in one day. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's the man, dude. Yeah. 13 felt like 24. Yeah, yeah he was not letting us leave without finishing it too. It was yeah, great. It was the motivation. But also, he was like, "I didn't, I did not know you guys were doing this many vocals." <laughs> Dude, Tyler loves like I've discovered this. Like he loves harmonies and shit. Like we were doing uh, yeah. our our single that's coming out this summer, and like we just kept adding layers of harmony. It ends up being like a barbershop quartet. Song. <laughs> yeah. But it's just it's so he's like got a good mind for it naturally like like i i would come up with a harmony and be like all right and then let's do this one too i'm like yeah obviously let's do that one yeah, yeah. yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. no he, he's great at like being very upfront about what he thinks the song needs yeah so, yeah producer. yeah and producer mentality it's, it's fucking awesome yeah he's pretty nice about telling you what sucks too yeah like great. he's pretty nice about being like no i don't think so here <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah it's, it's not even like a nice or naughty thing it's right. just like a this is what state. it is yeah. from him yeah. which is cool yeah and like you don't I've never met someone who like obviously they're out there but I haven't encountered very many producers period so I haven't encountered anyone who's like an asshole about telling you you're wrong because it's not necessarily like being wrong it's just like you're just trying something mm-hmm. so he's coming to you as the listener too so yeah. it's like mm-hmm. he does have a great mindset like, yeah it's like this is his first time hearing it so yeah, like, the most we'll ever clash is if, like, he'll be, he'll say something like, I'm not really sure about this harmony or, like, this note, and I'll be like, I am sure about this <laughs> harmony or this note. And then, like, he'll have to maybe sit on it for a while and be like, okay, now I get it. Or it'll be the vice versa where I'll be like, you know what, I think you're right, let's do that. But that's, like, the most mm-hmm. butting, of, it's not even butting heads, you know what I mean? But it's just like, it's like, oh, wow, did we just have a disagreement? Like, you know what I mean? Like, is this the first fight? But, uh... But it's that democracy. Yeah. You know, because that's, you know, songwriting too. It's like yeah. deciding what goes in and goes out. Yeah. But 
do you guys have like full everything like is there any improvisation or like changes that are made in the studio or like do you have pretty much all your parts set in stone before you go in so far what's been recorded has been like we try to plan it as much as possible yeah mainly for time reasons and money reasons like yeah. being like buying a studio out for a day just to fuck around would be awesome but <laughs> yeah it's 500 dollars kind of thing um and recording track by track demos kind of set us up for that too oh you guys do do that yeah the last one we did we'll probably continue that for sure yeah it's yeah i mean if you have like the equipment to do it like yeah i get too frustrated like with ableton (laughs) shit like and i don't use the metronome doing demos i get so like just overwhelmed (laughs) by doing things properly like we definitely use metronomes in the studio you know yeah but like the 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 most I'll ever do with that is like I'll have a drum machine on my phone or something like yeah. playing to obviously tempo and I'll just do it that way but I don't know I like the wasting money approach <laughs> just going in like that's how I did the first record was like I had the vocals and the first guitar like I knew what I was going to do and the drums were already recorded but everything else I'll just like see what happens you how know. much how much time did you spend with the first album? Uh it was like probably I got like the twenty five, twenty seven minutes of of music total done in like maybe ten studio sessions. Sure, that's <laughs> yeah. But it was like just me. So there was no yeah. other than the drums, there was no real fucking around. It was just yeah. like me. I did a couple with Tyler. I did most of it with Nick Diener. And, like, I would go out. It would just be me and Diener in his basement just, like, experimenting a little bit. Like, I kind of didn't... It didn't take me too long to come up with parts because, like, the idea that I had was, like, all right, I know these songs really well. Like, I know the... It's, like, all from me. Like, I know them. Like, I know the back of my hand. So, like, I just thought, like, all right, whatever has is naturally going to come out of me is the product of listening to these songs and knowing them so well that like the first gut instinct for a part I think is what I just want to go with mm-hmm. so it was more like alright I get like the first take or two just figuring out what that is and then we would just refine it so it was yeah. really you know not it wasn't like hours and hours of trying to figure out what to play Yeah, the thing that took the longest was the bass because it's like not my natural instrument mm-hmm. so like and you know Diener was helping me with some of the parts here and there like yeah maybe try this note or this note or whatever but that, did that stress you out at all just like going in and then figuring out stuff you know it, at like first it, it, it did because it was Nick Diener and he went to my high school and like when he was in the Swellers I like he graduated when I was in 8th grade and so like I started playing guitar in 8th grade all my little rat friends and I like looked at the swellers being like the band that like oh my god people from linden can be famous you know what i mean so like nick was like this larger than life character for kids our age in that town so like working with him was a little i mean i'm an adult now obviously but i was like still a little like semi linden michigan starstruck meeting him so at first i was like i just don't want to be bad in front of him you know what i mean but he's he calmed me down really quickly so that's like extra motivation yeah. to get this stuff yeah get the parts but he's such a cool dude like that went away so quickly like he's just yeah. he's such like a goofy guy like he's so down to earth and like 
he went through a phase of like every morning posting videos on Instagram of his dogs taking shits <laughs> like to different songs I'm like this guy's such a weirdo and he loves professional wrestling and he's just like <laughs> such a, a dude's dude you know Ruben, dude. yeah <laughs> so it wasn't too bad but what about like uh with like being such a band like being being such a being the band that you are <laughs> such a no, band like such a like a um like a planned out type of like where you know your parts going in and stuff do you guys ever live track anything like kind of uh kind of try to capture that at all or do you have any like plans to do anything like that well, that's how like, the first ep was done yeah oh yeah besides, besides vocals right we're, we're separate but yeah i actually i was the one to re- <clears throat> that was before i technically joined the band i was the one that recorded and uh produced the first ep oh really yeah uh, we just did it in his house, Christian's house. Oh. Did all the instrumentation there. Uh, the ramp was in a different room. room. Yeah. Drum, oh, really? Drums and we were all in the living room with the drums, and it was just. That's kind of sweet. Yeah. And then, it turned out pretty good for a living room. For a living room, yeah. <laughs> so it sounds alright. You hear little things like the dog barking at times. That's if so you cool. Listen though. deeply. I love that shit. Yeah. Like I, I'm such a, I, a sucker and overuser of stuff like that, like yeah, field same. sounds. Yeah. 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 Like I, we have a song that we like wrote yesterday where the day before I wrote the song on, you know, I just got the new guitar and I was just playing to like a, a drum machine app on the iPad and I was using my iPhone to the voice memos to just record it. And then I just played it, but then I'm, I cut the first like 10 seconds and since I know the tempo, because it's to a drum machine, like we're just going to record the song to the same tempo, but have the first 10 seconds of the song like be the original yeah. voice memo from like the first time <laughs> I ever like cool. yeah. played the song. I do. It's just Easter eggs for yourself. There's yes. the uh, you know Rob Pecknell has in the is it in Crack Up? Yeah, where he has the original voice memo of him humming the melody down a stairway hall. Yeah, and uh, like that's just in the middle of the song, and just like jumps to that, and then jumps back I to the full that, arrangement. Dude. I think we yeah. talked about that last time. Did we? I uh, dude, I was going to say in the beginning, like, I don't, like, that was such a chaotic experience, and it was fun. I remember the experience of the interview with mm. you. I don't remember the content at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it was just so many people in there. I was just trying to, like, keep the train from going off the rails, yeah. you know? Yeah, the wrangle. And, yeah, the and wrangler. the fucking... Uh, you know, sound checking going on yeah. and stuff. I just remember it being like a loosey goosey time, but <laughs> yeah, it's good time. there's so probably going to be like overlap in some of the questions. <laughs> <Most likely. laughs> but yeah, we're we talk shit about Billie Eilish again. Oh, did we? <laughs> See, that's the but thing, like, dude. We were just in, in a love format. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was. It was a good old time, dude. But uh, yeah. Um, I, I was just. I, I had like a. Oh, yeah. You mentioned earlier, like, because you said that, you know, maybe two of you guys were taking charge of the writing, and then you said, like, especially lyrics, and that kind of made me think, like, you guys have multiple lyric writers. It's like, so how did, like, what is that like? I mean, is, do you guys, like, share songs, or, like, one person writes this song, another writes this one? Like, how does that process? Because I'm the only one who's ever, I've never shared lyrics with anybody, because it just naturally never happened that Mm -hmm. way, but I'm just really curious about that experience. That's something we're for sure still figuring out. Yeah. Um, like, none of us are, like, want to or desire to, like, be the lyricist. Because, all, like I said, like, all of us are individual musicians and writers. Yeah. So, like, 
we all know we have like that lyric brain in us, but um, it, it's kind of in the same vein of like whoever starts the idea tends to take the lead, mm-hmm. and that like continues with the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Like the, but I mean, everyone's always open to like input. Like that, we have a new song we we're writing just uh, this past weekend, and I like one our Ryan, our bassist, like made a really good point on what the theme of the song should be or like the tone. And uh, I'm like, please give lyric suggestions because it's like a song idea, like lyric ideas I had. I'm like, please throw some lyrics into this because like you got the picture more than I do right now. Oh, yeah. So yeah. like being open to that, it's kind of just like a whole melting pot. Yeah, even think- just like concepts, like yeah. open concepts. Yeah. Not even like specific words right. or, or like, you know, whatever. Yeah, I was going to say like you can communicate if it's something where it's very you're very particular about what it's about i imagine that if you knew that you would just probably easily naturally be open and be like yeah this is gonna be about this i'm gonna like you if that's the case and you probably already know most of what you want to write about and like you don't need the suggestions as much and that would easily differentiate itself from situation where like you said like you want suggestions you want the input Mm. i just feel like that's even more vulnerable than like writing a guitar part and being having a band member be like yo try it this way like having someone suggest you change a lyric it seems to be like i mean it can work you know but it seems to be more obviously more personal than like a guitar part or something you know there's more attachment to it yeah it's like an expression of yeah emotions right not like an expression of like uh, your an expression of you <laughs> through something else. Yeah. It's like yeah. an expression of you through yourself. Like your you words. Yeah. yeah. Through your face hole. Yeah. <laughs> From your face hole. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. I just, I think that lyrics are uh, the hardest part for sure for me to write anyways. Sometimes they like, like a guitar part, for instance, will just pretty much from the, be so close to the same for a song like from the first time i write it till it makes the record you know it's pretty much the same shit but the lyrics are like almost not even barely resemble what they started out as a lot of times yeah that's i think most of the time that's a really good thing yeah lyric revision is very important oh yeah uh and i think i mean a lot of what we've been doing is just kind of like free balling it like in our jams you know or whatever yeah and uh uh tyler's really tyler's really good at that uh oh like singing words on the spot because that's all i did growing like oh i'm so uh, shitty at that i just had a loop looping pedal and acoustic guitar and i would just like loop like three parts and like sing for like hours like every day yeah so that's like how i got an improvised brain so, oh, that's good. You're yeah, like, well, like an emo like, freestyler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Three quarters of the dream of Holante, we probably it was like ninety uh, percent of the song. I only yeah. changed like two lines. Yeah. That's pretty. That's yeah, pretty that's impressive because like because the, the vibe was so strong. Yeah, the, mel- <laughs> the melodies that you always have though too is like just like how do you have that in your head already? That's, See, that's, that's, that's what annoying. yeah yeah the melodies <laughs> is amazing. that's the shit that comes like real real like natural to me is like the little earworm stuff like that has always been my my strong suit is like 
knowing the vocal melody like immediately mm-hmm. for something that I mean if it's something I wrote because mm-hmm. I'm constantly listening to songs from other people or whatever and writing my own melodies over top of it like I've always just loved mm-hmm. to do that so it's like it's just like a muscle that I have you know but when I try to do lyrics on the spot it's always like I or you phrases yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean yeah, it's yeah. always the most generic bland bullshit that I just couldn't I've never been able to do that so like now when I practice I just do like oohs and ahs and stuff and i try to get as i always do that i always get the melody first before i do lyrics and i try to do figure out do i want an ooh or an e or an ah here and then the lyrics come from whatever already sounds good yeah you know i get stuck with a lot of uh (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) gonna smell like roses in here in a sec oh nice (laughs) um i i get stuck with a lot of like i like uh what do you call those? Like just the sound of I, not even just the word I, just like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah. Time. I say almost every line I improv ends with time. Same. I'm more of an ooh, <laughs> like an ooh, like a you. Yeah. Type. But yeah, it's 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 really annoying and like uh, several hours with the thesaurus and you know <laughs> the dictionary trying to figure out. Yeah. I'm such a I'm so anal about like the words being correct and accurate and having the best word for what I'm trying to say. And That's like, just like a, like a practice thing. I feel like though. Like yeah. It's like a muscle. Have you, have you ever like attempted to like kind of write off the top of your head and sit with that and like let the lyrics kind of, become clear over time because that's some that's what i tend to do now is like yeah uh just like it seems vague at first but then you're like that makes perfect sense actually it's yeah subconscious yeah subconscious like is already connecting the dots when you're spitting so. yeah like our single uh the one we're putting out soon is like that's kind of how i wrote that one was i just wrote down i mean i write a lot of songs that way where like the first draft is just no computer, you know, I'm just like either writing it or I'm not on the internet. I'm just typing it like whatever I think. And that'll be like the first draft. So that like is like my subconscious telling me what I'm thinking about or what I'm feeling when I listen to the song. And then I, then I'll sit with it and then I'll start fine tooth combing it and go on the thesaurus and do all that like analytical shit, you know, all that type of stuff. The dirty work. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> but it's it's like, I don't know. It's uh it's the most the thing that I end up being like the most proud of is like when I get a really good lyrical song, but it's also like the biggest pain in the ass. It's like the least fun part, <laughs> you know. It's a weird mindset to get into because then you look at people like John Lennon who just said words that sounded cool together. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's what I've tried to really hone into because I've been having trouble writing any words or any lyrics yeah. for so long. So it's been cool to sit back on this part, but now it's just starting to feel weird. Mm. Yeah. And I just like, when is something going to come to me? Yeah. Dude, I've gone through that a lot. Yeah. Like in college, Same. like I would experiment with substances more you know (laughs) i was like you know marijuanas and all that shit fucking devil's lettuce and adderall prescription in college and stuff i gotta call my mom it was like (laughs) yeah (laughs) but like i don't know i don't really i mean i smoke weed here and there you know drink but like i don't really i don't know seek alternate forms of inspiration Mm -hmm. let's say 
So sometimes it's a long ass time before I feel inspired by something. A lot of people say it's like, it's like not as romantic as like the fans might think it is. Right. Or, or people who don't write songs think it is. It's like you just do it as much as you possibly can so that you're songwriting muscle yeah is as strong and as open as possible yeah and that way you can like you know write write better write more fluidly and like kick out that the way jams. develop develop a yeah kick out the jams also, yeah and like also uh, <laughs> develop develop your style more and kind of like yeah make your own sense of sensibilities yeah like i yeah, if personal attack with like the romanticism type of thing. Like I've, I've always like, you're right. It's definitely not like I've, I was such a victim of, of that, of like thinking that if I only ever write when I feel super inspired by something and I only try to write something when it kind of comes out of nowhere and you feel that jolt of inspiration, like I would, I felt so attached to that and just thinking like, oh, this is the best, you know? Yeah. But then I just realized like, oh, I just don't want to work hard. you know know, i just don't want to work i don't want it to ever feel like work and a lot of times it can like if you're like really trying to hone the skill you know it can just brain to mush yeah yeah it's like why am i doing this this isn't fun (laughs) you know it's supposed to be sweet all the time but yeah that's why i don't that's why i i don't write as much as i can i think it's yeah, because I'm always waiting for that like that one time I pick up the guitar and I like just there it is, yeah. you know, like right. Which I've it happens, but like and those are always like the some some of the favorite things I've written are like that. But um, I mean, I I just wrote down lyrics. Like this conversation gave me a lyric. <laughs> oh really? So I'm pretty hyped about that. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Like I I love when that shit happens. Lately, I've been my, one of the cures for that that I found is like just stealing shit, like uh, like not not in a like in a trans in a less transparent way, but like you know, there's like the quote like good artists like borrow, great artists steal type yeah. thing, mm-hmm. whatever. I've found great shit by like literally looking up what chords does Radiohead use or something yeah, like that. Absolutely. And then you find, I'll just straight up steal a chord that I really like. And then it doesn't sound like a Radiohead song. You know yeah. what I write around it. Sometimes you just need to like something to break the cycle of how you're constantly putting your hand on the neck. Yeah. You know, like I'm so bad about that. Like, always like sure. every time I pick up the guitar, I play like an E minor or something, you know, like I need to <laughs> yeah. stop yeah. doing that. And so I just, I'll do that. And then that'll completely, change like i would have never written something like that yeah. you know chord thing could be like the biggest fire starter sometimes yeah. yeah yeah so i'm just like i'm just gonna keep doing that or like i have like a little chord book like a chord like dictionary type thing i'll just open to a random page like a, like it has like chords and scales i'll just open to a random page and i'll just play shit until i find something. like oh what the fuck is that you know right. and then i'm like so okay too this is so much better than learning music theory and, and like knowing everything. It's so much better for me to just be able to do that theory on a platter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it's just like, whatever I open up to, that's what the universe wants me to write from. You know, that's my, 
rationalization yes. for being lazy. Yeah. That's how we should do our charcuterie boards from now on. Have a cord under each piece of cheese oh and salami and under yes. the cracker, and that's the rotation <laughs> we use. We're big on charcuterie. Charcuterie is a, oh, yeah? it's a, a band get together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Everyone brings a meat or a cheese. <laughs> no, it's just package from Kroger. Oh, <laughs> like a pack of Coca-Cola on the side, and then one nice cheese. So we just mix it all together. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. fucking Colby. Pepper Jack. Dude, I think those cheeses are in my car from the weekends. <laughs> Yikes. I haven't looked. You just reminded me that I need to do that, though. Speaking of stealing <laughs> slash borrowing, we're writing something that is uh, influenced by King, Kings of Leon. I was just listening to that one. Like, yeah. Too. It's like... Sex is on fire part two. Yeah. <laughs> you can just call it that. <laughs> um, but yeah. That's... Uh, just like that tone and like almost playing the same thing but slowly like <laughs> making it more different as like time goes on to make sure we're not taking any yeah it's already different yeah, it's like yeah. a kings of leon song but like with weird fishes yeah yeah and then turns into kanye at one yeah. point <laughs> yeah we have a weird fishes like where i just steal the first chord and then i just move somewhere else nice. and it's it is like a arpeggio song too yeah. mm-hmm. where it like i'm a little nervous because like the first play through like the first chord that i hit is this like a very similar pattern on the same chord but like in half step down but then it moves c- quickly away from it and like the drums come in it's a completely different song but i'm just like self-conscious about yeah. it yeah i kind of like when i hear that stuff because i can like yeah my, my girlfriend's been playing the harry styles album like constantly yeah i heard you talking about the hair and uh it's growing on me yeah i I like it and i've been hearing a lot of like i think i I was i was hearing like kendrick in his vocal melody and like his tone of voice oh okay and then like that less cool but like dua lipa Um, (laughs) like i'm I'm like okay i know about what you were thinking yeah but you're also making it really cool yeah i like paying an homage but like also yeah making it completely your own no i I, I like that kind of i don't think it's like yeah no i think it is cool like and i think you know it's if you you can do it the right way you can do it you can either do vanilla ice stealing (laughs) and lying about it or you can do it in a way that's like paying respect you know what i mean like there's Mm -hmm. definitely just it's it's just really annoying when you're like trying to pretend that you weren't, you know what I mean? Like what, why, you know, everyone steals shit. Just do it in a tasteful way. Do it in a way that's like not trying to claim it as your own, you know, like it's, it's more like, I love like, for instance, like I love referencing things in the lyrics and like, like our, the record I'm writing now is like every song is like a Kurt Vonnegut reference. Like I love, doing that to show like yeah like i'm writing these songs but i'm not they're not like organically all from just me it's like i want to show what inspired me you know yeah Yeah. i I think that's that shit's cool to do like Mm -hmm. show people like you know art isn't like from a single origin pretty much ever we've been listening to grizzly bear a lot lately and okay uh, there's a word that uh, I don't know which one of them writes like this, but I think it's uh, oh, Painted Acres. Rawson. 
I think he he writes like just what he sees. Like there's yeah, one song where right, you can tell yeah, he's just yeah. like sitting in a room and like looking for, over for, to the yard for Cypress. For Cypress. Yeah. And just seeing, just like writing what he sees, but in like a very slick poetic way. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, I've always I've I've thought about that. I don't know why it's so hard for me sometimes to like just. I guess like a emo like punk rock version of that almost is reminds me of like the Menzingers, yeah. where they just are so descriptive about things and they like paint a picture of like like a singular instance of things that are happening. Yeah. I'll have to like read those lyrics for Grizzly Bear because yeah, I totally should. Like I haven't listened to them a bunch. Uh, I remember they came out with like Vecca to Mest when I was at the age where I was like really averse to things that I thought were pretentious. And I thought I was like, I was like an anti-pretension elitist, you know, like anything that seemed like, like Boney Vera, like, come on, dude, that's your fucking band name. Like, no, I'm not listening to the <laughs> French. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like that type of shit. I was like, no, but now I'm like realizing like so much shit is cool. I'm trying to like yeah. go back and yeah. like catch up on all the shit I missed. But yeah, like I love, I love just being influenced by things like that and like trying to do things in, in different ways, you know, like you said, you guys are sounding like, uh, Kings of Leon or, you know, all those different, like we're basically like, I'm in a, the strokes, like mm-hmm. new abnormal came out a couple of years ago. And since then I've been writing, like trying to like, I want shit that sounds like literally the first song on that album. Like, I just want that. Yeah. I want my own version of that dude. And it's never the same. Like, <laughs> right, it's, right, right. Well, it's going to be yours. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. And their record, it, when a band is huge like that, you know, you automatically attribute what they're doing to them, but to them, they know what they're, what they're ripping off. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. Like in their own way. <laughs> Not ripping off, but you know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, do you guys have any plans to like go on the road at all? Um, as of right now, no. Uh, not well, like actually, kind of, yeah, kind of. I mean, we have <laughs> we're doing uh, festivals this summer, uh, like all over the state. We're doing Port here on the LBMA festival. We're doing Ann Arbor in August. Oh, are you? Yeah, that would be sweet. Um, we have a handful uh, coming around the state, but um, it looks like we might be going to Texas, good old Tejas, um, <laughs> for. Yeah, some Austin shows in October. Oh, that'd be sick, dude. Yeah. yeah. So that'd be really fucked up. That'll cool. be a hit us up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll get you in. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fucking gnarly, dude. Absolutely. We'll talk to the guys. Is it like um yeah, we'll talk like after this actually. <laughs> <laughs> this be, like really boring for people. But yeah. So I, like the plane tickets or like so, oh, you're, we're flying <laughs> spirit, so <laughs> Yeah. That'd be sick, dude. I just got a TSA approved guitar case, dude. All so, right. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, the road is it's hard to, to like uh, like organize all that shit. Yeah. When you have like adults who have jobs and stuff like it's pretty stupid and like yeah, yes it sucks i don't want to have a job though yeah you know so like i i'm thinking of like a lot of my band oftentimes can't do the road as much as i want to do mm-hmm. because like i'm i'm like i don't want to have weekends off like i i want to play i want to go somewhere all the time mm-hmm. but you can't always expect everyone to be like that yeah so i'm like trying to find fill-in members for shit where like 
the normal human functioning adults in my band like don't want to like they want to just chill or be with their girlfriends or their family or something yep. whereas like i just don't like <laughs> want to do anything else yeah, like i just i don't want to be with my family yeah like I, I i spent 30 years being with my family and, <laughs> and, like now it's time to like make it <laughs> but it's i've talked about this a lot but i think it it's smarter to do like a bunch of weekenders than it is to like like short bursts of touring i think are better at first when you're trying to grow your audience yeah i think it's it's smarter to do it regionally probably that's kind of the idea it's we want to like start hitting surrounding states more like chicago and yeah um indiana and stuff like that just because it's so much more reasonable than like taking 10 days off yeah and going to tennessee or something it really is like we're doing i'm really yeah i invited you guys motherfuckers couldn't do it but uh no we should do something sometime but like yeah we totally but like in july is our first time like we've gone to ohio a few times Mm -hmm. and you know we've gone to like grand rapids once but other than that we really haven't but like we're going and i almost i don't regret it because it's like totally counter to what i we were just saying like staying regional but we're going to like nashville atlanta charlotte and like louisville but like if you can do that because it's like fourth of july it's like yeah Yeah, like like, i want to do that so bad yeah (laughs) but you know it's like it's like we were talking about the the output thing like releasing music it's kind of the same concept yeah where if you don't like have the time and money to do it like right now then it's probably better just to like hang out for a second right build up your it's not like you're not doing your anything you're yeah. growing you're still learning i always feel like i have to be doing something right and that's not correct you know what i mean <laughs> like if if i'm not going on tour or if i'm not playing shows i feel like my band is doing nothing <laughs> whereas like it sucks the that the non-glamorous non-visible parts of being in a band are so vital at the same time mm-hmm. like writing is more important than like having things to post on social media yeah you know writing bomb music is the most important thing but i feel like if i don't have if i'm not keeping up with the fucking rat race on instagram or something like yeah. i feel like i'm Preaching not doing it right, right now. you know <laughs> falling apart we, on that <laughs> yeah we dude. talk, we talk we just, about that oh, too often because yeah, we hate it so much it doesn't make me happy also it's just it sucks now and that app is just nothing i follow when i go on the page yeah. it's just recommended bullshit that i've never even heard of yeah and i'm like what why why aren't <laughs> i seeing my this? friends post anymore mm-hmm. it's the yeah dude so, so if we post it i'm not seeing it like yeah. it's the weirdest thing i see you see i see stories and then i look at those and then i'm off yeah if, if you're not on there for like two hours going yeah. all the way to the fucking bottom then right you're not like i feel like i need to literally just post cons it's like they they reward people who are just obnoxious yeah yeah. like the more you post random shit the more you just show up and it's like do i need to post the same thing like five times and just make sure that people see it and not give a fuck if i'm reposting shit like is that the move like i don't know like (laughs) i i do think that's something to like experiment with no matter like how annoying you are because like you're doing your job like yeah you're putting you out there but if you just try to do it in the most non-annoying way yeah that's like the goals but you just have to have 
so much content. Yeah. And also, yeah. that's impossible. Yeah, it's hard <laughs> to like maintain the authenticity with that, you know. Yeah. yeah Here I am again. Like, <laughs> hey, pre-save our single. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I just feel like I can't reasonably expect anyone to care. That's that's my yeah. problem. Like, yeah. I want I I think I can expect or reasonably hope that people care about the music I make. Mm-hmm. But me like just fucking peacocking my personality on right. social like what the hell does that have to do with anything but i feel like i have to do that at the same time to like exist today yeah and the yeah. pandemic really fucked things up because like ever Dude. since that thing i'm like get me off all this stuff yeah i delete it like every few months <laughs> i come back to it, I'm like why the fuck am i here yeah <laughs> like what am i doing it's three o'clock in the morning and i've been looking at reels for an hour and a half like yeah no it's dude i'm with you i'm with you man i'm also with you it's so tiktok for other people right it's it's just and it when i see other bands doing it what i know i should be doing i just start to hate them i just like fuck you (laughs) fuck you for fucking for doing this thing that everyone i guess has to do and yeah and it's just like if we all just decided collectively to stop doing this, <laughs> then it wouldn't be a thing anymore. Yeah. And you're a part of the problem, and I'm gonna be too. You know, yeah. Like, but at the same time, like, I see my friends do it. And I'm like, good for them. They're fucking doing it. Now I'm gonna do it. You know, like it's just one of those things that we all kind of agree sucks, but we all do anyways. It's just kind of strange that it's become such a prominent, like an app, a fucking app. It feels like a chore. Yeah. Yeah, I hate it, dude. Joy in it at all? Right, it really isn't. It's like playing shows is the is the shit. Like I'm, I just need to start going to more shows and like meeting people face to face and being like, "Hi, here's my card," and it has a QR code to my record or something. Yeah, you know, like because I'm I'm sick of trying to like lure people in with the internet. It's weird. I mean, I found my girlfriend on like Hinge, so that's <laughs> it's not all bad, <laughs> you know. But it's it it is really tiresome for yeah. the band. Yeah. But uh, yeah, on on that note, <laughs> um, is there anything that else that you guys like kind of have in the works, or anything else that you want to try and like uh, like discuss at all? I just want to make sure that I don't miss anything while you guys are here. Uh pre-save <laughs> yeah follow us on Instagram uh, yeah <laughs> um, no, we're just gonna be in the studio for a while yeah uh, we got that festival port here on on the uh, 25th. 25th June 25th June 25th oh that's coming up yeah hell yeah yeah we'll be I think we're doing like one to two shows a month is kind of the general idea for yeah for foreseeable future while we write Waiting on some festivals to drop too. We'll see if we're going to be on them or not. Yeah. Some more of them. Yeah. yeah did you guys put in for like Hamtramck? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're waiting. We're waiting to see. I think it's pretty soon that I think they, like, first week of June is when they, they share that info or something. So. Yeah. Maybe Dale. Okay. Whatever fest. Hippie fest. We put no, in. We didn't, uh, do hippie fest. we didn't do Hippie fest. No. We were not going to. about Creepy Cheapy? I don't know. I don't know that. Oh, we signed up for that. That's like the. You go to their website, you know, that's where, like, the bands dress up as another band and play covers. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, uh, we're trying to be Radiohead yes. for that. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I hope, you know, I, that would be fucking awesome. 
but also you pretty much have to dedicate like a month of practice to yeah. just like putting all your own shit on hold and like yeah. probably a couple months we're gonna because Radiohead's hard you know what I mean it's yeah. not like learning Green Day songs no disrespect <laughs> but you know it's like our buddy Jacko is just at Iggy Pop so it's like that's a fun fast one to probably mm-hmm. learn yeah rip your shirt off and just play four chords yeah right <laughs> we're, I'm like though like we do Radiohead set no fucking deep cuts we're not gonna get up there and just play King no. of Limbs no. you know as much as our drummer wants to just do King of Limbs shit like no we're doing like creep uh, airbag you know sure. weird fishes all the all the mm-hmm. shit that everybody knows you know Absolutely. I have to grow my hair out and like have my girlfriend put in a little man bun <laughs> you know Start, yeah, yeah, like, yeah dude <laughs> just take, get some clear tape and like kind of tape it shut <laughs> what, what would we do that's what I was just thinking that too. As tall as lions, but do, do yeah, enough people so know sick. it? I don't think these we guys should, have ever listened just, to an album. Yeah. <laughs> New Kings of Leon, if we were to do something like that. Yeah. That or MGMT would, would be really cool. MGMT would be That'd be kind of intense. We have like three, four keyboards now. That's true. Yeah. Vampire Weekend would be so much fun. No, Nolan would be fucking thrilled. Yeah. I love, dude. I'm like trying to. Like, I love about them so much is like the way they. Their studio techniques. Like, the random sounds they get and just splash them together on every song like a piano part with like a taking on a voice memo yeah, with like we lush vocal, that you know that's so cool like that's proof that there's no there's no like bad sounds it's yeah. just the yeah. out of context Absolutely. sounds like that is so cool and then when you master it you know it kind of like puts the puts the clear code over everything mm. and kind of ties it together totally. If you if you know it, you just have to have like the right mind to like see like to be able to hear like okay this sucks now but if we mix it with this and this and this <laughs> it's gonna be sick yeah I, I love that type of shit but it's, old fashioned EQ on top of that shit yeah <laughs> it could it could You're go right either way <laughs> a lot of you should uh, you should listen to early Grizzly Bear yeah it's very dark and like. I, that and sounds like kind of grimy perfect. sounding, okay. but it's like a lot of that stuff. The contrast, like <laughs> the contrast of early Grizzly Bear to oh the last God. album of Grizzly Bear, oh it's like it's different. The depths of the sea and then like <laughs> the sky. Yeah. What do you think? Like a record that it like would you recommend? A starting record? Oh, like or, the first one? Uh, well, oh, like one of the early ones. Yeah. Uh, well, the Yellow House. Yellow House is like their bigger. I think that's what kind of blew them up. Yeah, a little bit. it was yeah. Yellow House. Yeah, um, and then there's after that there's uh, sorry for the wait. Sorry for the delay. Delay came out the same year. I just listened to that. Jesus. Yeah, two albums in a year. But yeah, Yellow House was yeah. yeah just Yellow House, I, I haven't listened to yet because I need to like lay down for that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to be just mind blown by how the hell did they write this structure painted acres is just like the way to go okay you know, you like sit in your bed and be like how you gotta listen to it like five times to like yeah. even understand what's going on and drive in your bed in the dark <laughs> dude doing things or like around the house like uh, with a notebook yeah <laughs> <laughs> drawing and shit i do okay this Taking is notes I don't like telling like drug stories because I'm not like I don't want to paint the picture that I'm like a drug ear. I am a narc, but like (laughs) I've done ketamine one time, and I don't ever have any desire to do it ever again because I don't like dissociation. It freaks me the fuck out. Yeah, but I thought for whatever reason it would be a good idea to lay in my bed in the dark and listen to 
22 a million by Bon Iver oh for the first time. And I was, that album felt like it took three hours. Yeah. It's like 45 minutes or something. It felt like it took three hours. Like I was in the music. It was, it was like, I just yes. was the music. And I was like, this album is fucking insane. And now I can't listen to it anymore yeah. because it will never feel as good. Like it does. It's like I understood it to a T. Like I got, I'm like, oh my God. I've done that like, with the congratulations. MMT. Yeah. Yeah. I texted my buddy in the middle of it. Uh, and I was like, dude, this album sounds like glass. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, dude. It's been a while since it's been out. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was like a 2009. I remember I was a, I was a freshman in college when that one came out. I was just smoking weed a bunch and the guy I got weed from like loved MGMT. Yeah. yeah. So we were constantly playing that and like, Kid Cuddy, Man on the Moon. <laughs> so, like, it's those two things, always. But, but yeah. Um, do you guys have any release dates or anything that you want to plug? Or just kind of just yeah. have people keep an eye out for you? Uh, June 10th is the single. Um, oh, okay. It's called A Dream to Hold On To. It's like a fucking dramatic ballad kind of thing. But it's a vibe. So, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, cry watch out for that one. What's up? You can cry to it. Or you can make love do it. Oh, mm. that's what it sounds yeah. like. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. take that info and do what you will with it. I'll try it. I'll try yeah. both and nice. make love and cry. <laughs> yeah. Or I would say cry while making love is yeah. probably the move. I usually, if I'm not crying by the end of it, then it's not. <laughs> Was it even love? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but. that's that's what we got coming out, and then just got some other stuff dropping with it. Um, new merch kind of stuff. Oh, okay, sweet. Maybe a website. I don't know. Oh, definitely a website. Maybe we. Uh, <laughs> I'm very proud of this website. Yeah, it looks yeah. very nice. We're pretty stoked. Shirts are sick. Yeah, I shirts been, are good. I've been slacking on that end of things. Like I still have merch from the free. I want to get new merch. But mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah But it's just more money. Mm-hmm. It is. It's like, oh, more money, okay. Yeah, dropship, dude. Trying to like, I need to sell our old shit. I need to put that <laughs> online. Like, yeah, we still have like everything. Yeah, too. yeah, we like still have stuff from the first band. Bought <laughs> 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 yeah. like seventy shirts. No, it wasn't seventy. But... Yeah, I way over dude. I yeah. I just didn't even realize that like twenty five is a lot to to sell of one thing. Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it takes like if you're not touring or playing yeah. out all the time, it's like. Oh wait, like this is just yeah. gonna sit in my basement. Like mm-hmm. you don't sell twenty five shirts a show, you know what I mean? No. Like I mean I don't, I should say. <laughs> Some people do. Not Lucky me. You sell like yeah. ten. Yeah, that'd be, a, that'd be that's a good night. Yeah, that's a good night. Well yeah. that's with like five, six of our parents. <laughs> <laughs> that's like where they're yeah. It doesn't help that our our like biggest seller is like a a joke about like the Detroit Satanic Temple, you know. <laughs> so like that's a very niche product. Yeah. Have you guys seen it? No. I'll show you guys before before you leave. Yeah. It's funny as fuck, but like you have to be a distinct person <laughs> to even consider it. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Yeah. My stepdad saw it at our show and he was like, what, what is this about? You know, and I was like, it's a joke. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. But yeah, let people know where they can find you online and all that and uh, shut this fucker down. Uh, Instagram is the best bet. Uh, underscore art of conversation. 
And then in that bio, that's our link tree. All of our shit's in there. Spotify, Apple. That's the goods. Follow us our on Spotify. Yeah, follow us on Spotify. Keep an eye out for the website. So. Sweet. 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 Swe